0: to the Well Women podcast. I'm Emily Spade Lumberg, master nutrition therapist, empowerment coach, and founder of Well Women, a women's inclusive community focusing on helping you create the blueprint of emerging into an empowered, expansive woman. On the podcast, we'll explore topics that help you feel inspired on your mental, physical, and spiritual journey and build the confidence to move forward while illuminating your life and that of those around you. Tune in every other week to join me for a new topic and a new dose of inspiration. babes. How are you? So much has been happening the last couple of weeks, uh, which means that this episode is out late. So I just need to put some other things first as priority and that pushback recording. So thank you for your patience. But I am really excited about this episode because It is my jam. Today, we're going to be chatting about ways to identify when your stress has gotten the best of you and ways that you can make your mental health a priority along the way. So why is this my jam, you ask? Well, first of all, for the past five years, I've been studying the gut, its microbiome, stress and anxiety, and the connection between all of them. Um, especially in relation to our nutrition and functioning, so therefore I have a ton of passion around this topic. Also, I am so pleased and jumping with joy to share with you that I launched my signature program, the Stressless Strategy. This is a six-week masterclass series in which you'll be educated on how to implement science-backed information. And self care practices based on realistic nutritional and lifestyle shifts, so that you can feel really healthy in your body and mind, and confident in your stress and anxiety management. So for this initial launch, I'm offering a group based program that I will be leading, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, but we start soon, and. Only for the next couple days, I'm going to be offering free clarity calls to discuss your vision and goals moving through this program before the sign-up window closes. However, I want to add, if you're listening to this episode after October 29th, 2020, keep your eyes peeled on my website, wellwomen.co, W-E-L-L-W-M-N.co for a self-paced version to be launched by the end of the year. I am, I'm just really proud of the Stress Less Strategy Program because I've been working on it for a long time, and I have implemented these strategies with clients, with myself, and I just cannot wait to see you feel totally held in this journey to optimal wellness and just emerge feeling completely empowered in your body again. And that leads me to today's episode. With the upcoming election here in the US, coronavirus growing once more, and wildfires still spreading in the West, there's just there's a lot wearing on our energy right now. I think that's true. I, I know that's true, whether you are fully aware of it or not. Stress is really rampant. And you can think of this episode, sort of a reminder to stop check in and just be more conscious of your current state we all know what stress feels like in our bodies so i want you to stop and ask yourself how does it feel in your body in particular picking up on those small signals that we are given can be such a valuable tool to have in our wellness toolkit and i like to say that stress itself Is a signal, it's a warning. It is not a bad thing necessarily to experience stress. It's actually a reaction in our body and our mind that says, hey, you, something is out of balance, and I need you to take a step back to get that equilibrium in order. It's when we don't stop to see what's out of whack or When we continue to push through the stress inducing occurrences without making appropriate shifts, that that stress does become an issue because it will continue to grow and can manifest into other more serious things. So let's talk about that. What might that stress overload really look like? How can you identify when it's getting to that point of burnout? First, I think it's important to say that burnout does not only happen in the workplace. You don't have to be a career person to reach the level of too much stress. It can happen to students, parents, it can occur in relationships, or in general during times like right now when we all universally have a lot of stuff happening, many of which are out of our control, cause uncertainty, or are just kind of scary. There are some things that might cause you to be more susceptible to burnout. And those might be leaning towards perfectionist tendencies, constantly choosing worry or pessimistic thought patterns, um, aka always focusing on the bad or the what ifs, which if you struggle with anxiety, I get it. It's not always as easy as just being like, oh, I'm just going to be positive today because that's not realistic. Um, So, you know, take these with a grain of salt for sure. But allowing yourself maybe to have your boundaries overstepped by others can also be another one, or simply not providing yourself the space you need to regenerate. You know, over the last, I don't know, decade maybe, we've really allowed this this hustle mentality to ramp up in our society, and that's created this avoidance of rest, of self-care, and has really added to the burnout a lot of us experience. And this is such a masculine and patriarchal reaction to just go full force and think of the rest and rejuvenation we need as a weakness. And I'm here to say that this is completely BS. Men need rest. Women need rest. Kids need rest. It is a human need and desire to not be constantly going. So if you are in the camp of feeling guilty for needing a break once in a while, know that this is normal and valid. And most importantly, it is more than okay to step back once in a while. If you're more the type of person who doesn't necessarily know when to take the break, listen up. Here are some ways to recognize your stress and how it might be getting the best of you. So one might be your motivation is really low. And you wake up dreading your work, your schoolwork, um, maybe spending time with a certain person or anything else. There's something or someone in your life you recognize you need some space from by feeling drained by it or even the thought of it. You find yourself really tired or having low energy, even though you got seven to nine hours of sleep. Maybe your digestive system feels out whack despite like nothing major in your diet changing this might show up as, you know, constipation, diarrhea, loss of appetite, stomach aches, or nausea. And maybe your creativity or your focus or your concentration is lacking, even though you know you're fully capable of the tasks at hand. Uh, and maybe you're even super f- forgetful. So tuning in and listening to your internal cues, including all of these, It's not a luxury, but it's a priority. You cannot refill your cup or the cup of others, whether that be in relationships with family, friends, work, school, or other commitments, if your cup is empty. We can get really distracted by external cues, like adopting a hustle mentality or listening to which diet is best for us instead of honoring our innate needs that our body is smart enough to share with us. And that's really when we experience a disconnect between our stress levels and how much we should actually be managing before it becomes too much and leads to burnout. Once we do tune in a little more carefully to the cues that our body or our mind or even our spirit is telling us, then I think this leads to the question, really, how can we provide ourselves with the self-care we need or prioritize our mental wellness in a way that is totally sustainable. So it's long lasting because I think that's the thing is that we get into these, you know, little tufts of time where we're like taking care of ourselves. And then all of a sudden something happens or we go out of town or um, work gets really busy and then it just completely gets put to the wayside. So what we want to do is find ways that we can be really sustainable about these self-care um, practices or the mental wellness practices. When I work with clients or do workshops and I talk about self-care and prioritizing self self with a capital S, (laughs) there are two things that I share right off the bat. One, when we prioritize this type of mental work or self-love, it doesn't mean eating chocolate or taking bubble baths, although that may fit into it somewhere those priorities might actually be things that make us feel uncomfortable or that are really challenging. And it's important to recognize that. And that leads me to number two, which is the first step to self-care is removing distractions or anything else that's getting in the way of you feeling close to your best. So last week I did a talk where someone likened that to something totally relatable that I absolutely love. She essentially said, when you are in the process of creating a self-care routine and implement this first step of removing those things getting in the way, it's kind of like in, the, in driver's ed when the teacher says that the first time you break is removing your foot from the accelerator. It's when you take your foot off of the gas pedal. So taking away those distractions is the first step to allowing us to really slow down, take our foot off the accelerator we are disrupting the flow of the acceleration. Even if it feels out of control, this is an action that you have control over. So after identifying what is stressing us out and doing something about it, how else can we prioritize our mental wellness in a sustainable way? (laughs) I just realized that you guys can probably hear my dog snoring. So enjoy that. Anyway, there are a number of things that we can do to prioritize this in a sustainable way, and I'll share my favorites. So the first one is really spending time outside. Um, This can be an incredible way to boost your mood and feel really good while also taking a break from your screen. So even when the weather isn't ideal, I highly encourage you to get outside, even if it's just for a 10-minute walk around the block. In uh, Scandinavia, there's a saying that there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothes. And thinking back, when I lived in Sweden, I probably spent the most time outside than I ever have during the winter. You just have to prioritize it and kind of change your perspective a little bit. And also, Denmark is one of the happiest places in the world, and they have very cold and dark winters. And about 40, I think it's 40% of the population in Copenhagen rides their bikes year round for transportation. So just something to connect there. Another one, practice gratitude. Even in times of adversity or challenge, there's so much to be grateful for from the smallest things that bring you joy to large life-changing events that feel just really good to be part of. So Whether you practice gratitude through meditation, journaling, you spend 10 minutes a day with it, or five minutes once a week, it is a super powerful practice that can really be life-changing. And I preach about this a lot because gratitude is something that is really one of my core values. Building your community is also an amazing way to really prioritize your mental wellness. There are... Numerous studies that have shown how incredible having a community to share in this human experience is. And I want that for you. Community might sound like this big thing that includes a lot of people, but in reality, it might mean having a very close knit and small group of people you know you can depend on. Maybe it's a sister, your mom, a couple friends. Building up that support network so you have a sounding board is very valuable. Uh, And make sure also that when you say yes, or put your energy into things, they are aligned with your goals. If you don't know what your goals or values are, I want you to explore that. And if you do prioritize it, if someone asks you to do something, whether it's just like a social hangout or, um, or something for work or school, make sure that it is aligned with your goals And you're approaching it in a way that's aligned with your goals or your values. So I guess the last thing that I'll add here is to eat well and move your body. And I don't mean that in a way that's just like, get exercise and eat healthy. I mean, doing it with intention. So find ways to move your body and express yourself through that movement in a way that feels really good to you. Movement, whether it is run outside or a more fluid sort of like dance party in your living room really helps to get your energy flowing again. So you can get unstuck. So whether you enjoy yoga or you're craving something more intense, like a structured HIIT workout, do that, just do whatever, whatever it is that you're called to do. And it changes also day to day. Another piece eating well, eating well I mean, eat in a way that actually supports the management of stress in your body. So reduce the caffeine and the sugar and the alcohol intake and increase healthy fats, protein, and gut supportive foods. If you're looking to learn more about this or even work with a professional in this area of your health, this is my shameless plug to say that I'm here to help you. (laughs) You can always reach out to me or even better join the stress less strategy program where we cover all of this in depth and even more. (laughs) Okay, guys, that is really all I have for you today, but definitely let me know what resonated with you. And I also encourage you to always take these nuggets of audio that I share with you and use them in a way to expand yourself, get a journal out, write about what we talked about today and how you can create more awareness around your own stress levels and then prioritize your mental wellness as well. And I also want to remind you that the clock is ticking if you want to join the live launch of the Stressless Strategy. The sign up window is closing in just a couple of days on Thursday, October 29th, 2020. And this initial launch, I will be leading weekly sessions whereas in the future, the program will be self-paced which is going to be awesome regardless, but you just won't have that live support from me while you move through the program. Mm -hmm. So if you have questions about it, I'll link the page with more info about the program in today's show notes, or you can always reach out to me directly at emily, E-M-I-L-Y at wellwomen.co, W-E-L-L-W-M-N dot C-O, and I'd love to hear from you and get you scheduled for a clarity call or just chat about the program. Beyond that, you guys, I'll be back in a couple weeks for our next episode. Until then, uh, don't forget to share the podcast with a friend who you think would benefit from this episode and just have an amazing day. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. If you felt aligned with any of what we talked about today, let's connect over on Instagram at wellxwomen w-e-l-l-x-w-m-n. Send a message and tell me about yourself. I would love to hear from you. Also, please consider leaving a rating and review where you listen. This is so helpful for me to be able to share these snacks of empowerment and encouragement with other women like you. I'm so looking forward to chatting with you next time. Until then, be well.